didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sir, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Everybody anxious. <laughs> yeah, apparently my stories from my uh, real ass life have been uh, making our audience a little uncomfortable, Gene. Hey, sometimes, you know, that raw, real shit just gets people up in a roar, you know? I've had two people use the word anxious in uh, messages regarding some <laughs> of the stories I've told in our last few episodes about my lost dogs and bathroom remodel going on here and shit. Um, yeah, like I said, man, it's real shit here, folks. <laughs> I paint quite the fucking picture. <laughs> I'm like the Darren Aronofsky of podcasting up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you, and then you lost your dogs. You lost your dogs, man. That was emotional. Like Everybody had to like walk through losing something precious, you know? Requiem for a radio show. <laughs> God damn it. This show is brought to you by the Google Docs app. That's right. Take your podcast episode notes all the time. Right in your motherfucking pocket. Or in your computer. Or your tablet. <laughs> it syncs to all your devices. No more of that plain white paper bullshit. No, man. That shit's for fucking nerds. You can now obsess about your podcast all the time. <laughs> By constantly taking notes with the Google Docs app. Try it today. I did. Save a tree, motherfuckers. Coming up at the hour. We got some music from K-Flay. Royce the 5-9. Nickel 9. Nickel. And so much more. But first. Yeah. I must introduce my co-host. <laughs> He's the animal to my hawk. He's the Marty Jannetty to my heartbreak kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just rocking shit. Yeah. He's the other tag team champ. 
Gene yes. Jackman, ladies and gentlemen. Tag me, in. Tag me in. I'm going after him, brother. <laughs> Gene Jackman in the house. Tap <laughs> Scab oh, Dizzle. Scab D, what's good, man? Fucking nothing, man. Nothing. Hey. Hanging out, man. Hey. Yeah, 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 man. We back are back at it. Another fake ass radio show episode. What's, what's good, man? We are fresh off of our uh, episode with Kyle Johnson last week. Yeah. God damn, Kyle, man. Thanks again to him for coming by, man. Yeah, he's a fucking cool kid, man. We like him too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the meantime that he was on the episode, he dropped the video too, which is completely hot fire. So yeah, I am Kyle Johnson. You gotta check the kid out. That youngster is sick. Yeah, bars, fiery. Yeah, very nice. Hit talk the power about. up. Yeah. Go, go, cool. <laughs> nice guest appearance, I must yeah. say. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. We had, uh, I feel like we had guests all the time on the show. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we fuck? got more in the pocket, though. We got some more uh, more on the way, so. Yeah. I was gonna say, Stay tuned fuck, for man. it. We can, we can still do this. We're going to try to start yeah. doing that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that shit. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> What else is going on, man? Life, Fucking, man. Uh, what else is good? New Avengers. You see that shit? Uh, you know, I'm coming straight out of the movie theater to set up this recording podcast right now, man. Like, literally, I just got out of the movie theater. And uh, literally, I, I don't even my brain wrapped around it completely yet all the way. But Infinity War, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say. I have also seen it. Uh, I saw it over a week ago. Yeah. Uh, at this point, the new Avengers Infinity War. What did you, uh, what did you think? Think about you this know, shit. Um, you, you know, going into this movie, I wanted to watch it the, uh, the opening weekend, but then I realized that I had holes in my Marvel universe. I had holes in my cinematic Marvel universe, and uh, I, I, I wasn't up to date with all of the movies. So as I opened up the discography to actually take a look at what I was actually missing, I realized that I was missing more than I thought, and time had slipped between my fingertips. They, they say it doesn't really exist. It's relative, but no, I let the time slip between my fingertips to realize I was like five, six movies out of missing it to watch Infinity War. And uh, yeah, so I went, into like a, I went into like a Marvel binge streak this weekend, which I don't even really watch that much TV, to be honest with you, but I, I slipped into this, this world where I, uh, I became Thor. I became Captain America. I became Black Panther again, and uh, every single last superhero that's involved in this universe. And I, and I just re- realized that I'm actually completely done with religion and Marvel. The Marvel universe is my universe. I live in myself. Right. I, I am a, I am a god. I am, a, I am from Wakanda. I also can read people's minds. So I have all these superpowers <laughs> that I didn't know really existed. Now that I've, I've binged out on uh, the Marvel universe. But yeah, watching, watching Infinity War. I have now realized that I am a fraud and I don't know anything about the Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> what were you, uh, what, what did you, uh, what had you not seen? Um, you know, I ended up having to um, revisit Guardians of the Galaxy uh, because I watched the first one, but kind of half-heartedly. I was probably talking to someone while I was watching it, so I got to see the movie play out. But now, Oh, yeah. You know, so I ended up watching Guardians of the Galaxy. That's an one important and- one, man. I feel like one and two are important. Yeah, yeah, and I got I got so much more out of it the second time I watched it. So I ended up watching Guardians one and two back to back. Perfect. Um, I ended up watching um, Captain America's Civil or uh, the w- Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, man, that's one of the better Marvel movies too. That Winter Soldier. It, it was fantastic. Um, 
I went back and I watched uh, Thor Dark World, which so many people told me like, eh, that was okay. That was the okay uh, Thor. But honestly, I loved that movie. That That's where I got on the edge of my seat and I said, no, I am Thor. <laughs> this is my universe. <laughs> I now pray through the lightning God and everything else that comes in this universe. Stanley, you you are an absolute genius, and uh, the whole entire Disney crew that had put together these movies. I I I fell in love with the universe all over again. To be honest with you, um, but yeah, I watched Thor: Dark World, and uh, and then I ended up oh, and I watched uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron again, and then I just finished today watching Doctor Strange, and then I watched Thor. Uh, Ragnarok, and as soon as I hit stop after I watched the final credit, I went to the movie theater to watch Infinity War. Which was perfect. <laughs> yeah, everything that you watched, you had to see going into this movie. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm missing Ant-Man, but uh, from what I'm understanding, it's he's kind of like a sub-story that has a little bit to do, but obviously not much with um, the Marvel Universe, so nothing that I'm really missing out too much there, you know. Ant-Man um, was more crucial in Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Which we yeah, said so. at the time was the best superhero movie ever made. Right. Right? But this one is definitely better, right? Yeah, this one's amazing. Yeah, this, this one... is the greatest comic book superhero movie ever made. Yeah, I can't argue with that at all whatsoever. You're already admiring Marvel and Disney and everything that they're doing. DC doesn't stand a fucking chance anymore. Not at all. <laughs> I hate to say that because Superman and Batman are two of my favorites, but there's no way that DC can ever compete with this movie. They need to just hang that shit up with the movies right now. Yeah. They need to start all over again. Like, they need to reinvent everything. They need to clear out their directors. They need to clear out the acting team. They just need to start from the ground up with a brand new, fresh face of everything. Like you said, side by side, Marvel Universe, Disney... Again, this was an awesome movie. I think uh, I think through and through, top to bottom, they they brought everything together in a special way that I can't I can't even really put into words yet. My brain is still in another universe right now. Yeah, they did an amazing job. This new event, yeah. boy, amazing yeah. job. This might be the fucking comic book movie we've been waiting our whole lives to see. Yeah, I think the technology is finally caught up. For what these movies are going to visually demand. This is it. There's some spectacular shit going on in this movie, man. This crazy so, shit. Fucking Thanos throws a, a moon at Iron Man. A fucking moon. Yeah. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as he grabbed that moon and bombed it into Iron Man, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. God damn. Outside of complimenting the movie... Over and over because we we both realize this is the greatest comic book movie ever made. If I can ask you, what what were some of your special moments of this movie that made it so great? There's a lot of shit that I liked in this movie. Pretty much everybody is great in it. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. almost 30 different characters in this movie. Yeah. And I feel like they all got just enough screen time. Yeah. Right. Just enough. A little bit. Some more than others. Yeah. Right. Maybe Thor, and uh, maybe uh, Zoe Saldana. Saldana. How do you say your fucking last name? Gamora. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
The green chick. Yeah. Thanos is fucking great. Yeah. Thanos is awesome. Josh Brolin is fucking killing it. He's definitely the best villain in any one of these Marvel movies. Yeah. He might be one of the best villains in any movie. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I'll bet his cable in uh, Deadpool 2 is going to be fucking awesome, too. Yeah, I can't wait to see that as well. The What they did with the CGI with his character, too, was stunning. They they really tuned into the like the the perfect amount of facial gestures that gave you just enough in those those moments of dialogue where he was talking and he he would go into maybe a quick little stint of silence because his face was doing the talking right the, 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 his eyes would move in just a particular way there was a crease over his brow that might drop ever so slightly but they tuned in on the facial structures of uh they know so well that I I was just completely blown away and at times I forgot that it was a CGI image. You know what I mean? Like, it just looks so real. The shadowing, fucking amazing. I think Thanos got probably the most scenes in the movie. Yeah, yeah, all day long. They put a lot into him, I can only imagine. Like, he was the center artwork piece of of the movie by all means. Hey, he's a good villain. Yeah, great, great villain. villain. Yeah. He's not the only bad guy in the movie, though. Yeah, no. He got a whole fucking team. Of bad motherfuckers. Yeah. They're called the Black Order. Yeah. Gene, if you walked into a restaurant and you asked the <laughs> you asked the waitress for the black order, <laughs> what would what would she bring you? <laughs> probably uh probably a well done steak with some ketchup <laughs> on the side and some well done french fries <laughs> very good <laughs> all right the black order yeah <laughs> oh, there's some bad motherfuckers though man <laughs> black order man their names are hard to catch, uh, but uh, Ebony Ma is one of the guys. He's that motherfucker's like a Jedi. That guy, that motherfucker's like a Sith Lord. Yeah, he was badass. He wasn't like he wasn't breaking a sweat at one point where he was just like moving shit out of the way. Like, yeah. he was powerful. I feel like this movie kind of had a Star Wars feel to it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. Why. I, I was critiquing the multiple movies that I've watched this week, and I'm just absorbing the energy and I'm and I'm saying you know what Marvel is taking off where a little bit of Star Wars kind of led the way you know what I mean like Star Wars was a storyline that led the way of you know uh this cult following you had Star Wars you had Star Trek you know what I mean like when it comes down to it of course there's multiple different you know Comic-Con extravaganzas of things you could follow now but Marvel obviously comic books is in the fabric of American culture by in so many different ways that this really was a smash and I was going to say that watching it I, I felt like the Marvel Universe took off where Star Wars once had that following of movie of storyline like you were anxious for the next one there were so many different universes and I think they've just multiplied it by a hundred with what they're doing with the Marvel right. Universe right now much like Star Wars, I found myself shocked yeah. at parts. Yeah. And it's definitely the most emotional yeah. of the Marvel films. And, uh, yeah, there's some shit that'll make you cry in this movie. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. I didn't fucking cry, but a lot of motherfuckers die in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I think, you know, I'm pretty sure people already fucking know. But, uh, yeah, but most of these Marvel movies are, like, fun. You know, they're these really fun, playful kind of rides that I've enjoyed watching. Yeah. And all these characters from these, like, 20 different fucking Marvel movies that have come out in the last decade. So it's a bummer when it's someone's time to get killed off and in a, a more serious tone also. Yeah. Right? They're flipping the script on us a little bit here with this one. You really don't know who's going to stay dead, though, either. Yeah, right? no. They always you be, don't know. Yeah, they always be bringing motherfuckers back to life and shit. So it's, it's almost getting kind of corny the way they bring people back to life all the time. So I don't know, man. I bet everybody comes back next year, though, man. Most of them, man. Some of these motherfuckers yeah. are coming back for sure, man. They got fucking... <laughs> some of these guys already got sequels coming out, for Christ's sake. Yeah, right. You know? My, we know my, they're not going to stay dead. My my thought was that uh, that this this doesn't have any realm of of law with the current state of, like, the way the movie ended. So anything could happen. You know, the... Uh, the universe is at a point where it could completely bend in any direction. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of intriguing to see what will happen. You know how they're going to play the story out. Some of the fight scenes were pretty crazy too in this movie. Oh, man. Um, they're I'm badass. trying to think like like at the very end, like Captain America, he's really holding his own against fucking Thanos there. Yeah. Like, is that supposed to kind of show us how powerful Captain America is? Because you know the Hulk gets his ass kicked pretty quick by Thanos early on. Yeah, and also right. if Captain America's holding his own and the Hulk's getting fucked up, like what does that say? <laughs> Captain America's a fucking beast. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. I don't know. I only vaguely remember that fight scene, but it seemed like Cap was getting his shit in. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucking loved this movie. I absolutely fucking loved it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. What else is there to say? You got anything else you need to say about it? I mean, we could talk about it on the show all all night long. I uh, yeah. I just think it was it, it was an amazing movie. I don't want to give too much away. I, I want to talk about detail, but I'm like, no, I don't really want to give too much away. Go go watch the fucking movie and like you know tell us what you think about it on our fake ass radio show page and uh, make sure to write us a review. There you go. <laughs> well, on my scale, uh, out of my perfect ten inches, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I got to give this one. Uh, I had to give this movie a nine, man. She's getting nine solid inches for me tonight here, Gene. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I, was I was really excited watching this. Yeah, and not having watched a single trailer for this motherfucker, man, uh, yeah. it's exactly what I wanted to see. You know, I, I have uh, I have mixed thoughts about the trailer thing, and uh, it, it's your thing, so I appreciate it. And uh, but yeah, man, I'm gonna give it a solid nine, though. I'll, I'll give the movie a solid nine inches. Thrusting it all the way and just flat out great movie. I think uh, I think they they captured a storyline of dialogue and action and visuals that were just so stunning. You, there's not many movies that you can compare to this one as far as entertainment value goes, and it was just a kick-ass movie. Thank you. Right. Through. Thank you. Right. Yeah. You got any uh, theories for the next one? You know, uh, my theory <clears throat> at the end, of the way this movie ended, when I stood up from the movie, when the lights were finally done after the final scene, I said out loud, nobody look me in the eyes because I'll probably punch you in the face. <laughs> 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 
and why? Because the ending was an unexpected ending that I am still not digesting all the way. And I, I know it leaves you wanting to know more. Well, of yeah. Course the story, the story is going to continue just like just like the Marvel universe does. But just this movie was just so exciting. I wanted to have some type of closure and I didn't get that closure. No. So I'm, I'm, they left me with the most entertaining, stunning cliffhanger that you could leave me with. So I, I want to go back. I want to watch more. I want to look at the nooks and crannies. I want to study the Easter eggs that were in these movies that kind of explain things. I caught things that were, that I noticed in when I went to go see Black Panther. I was looking back at a movie and I was like, oh, that's such and such. Blah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was figuring things out in a deeper realm. And I don't know, man. I, uh, I love the movie. The ending left me entertained, crushed, you know, so I don't have anything bad to say. It just it left me in a in a space of wanting more like it was supposed to do. And and I didn't get the ending I wanted. So I pouted for a second and I said, anybody looks me in the eyes, I'm gonna punch him in the face. This old lady, <laughs> this uh, this old this old lady took me literal and she clutched her purse a little close, but I uh, I let that slide. I just exited the uh I exited the movie theater quietly and just walked to my car and uh, sucked it all in. <laughs> yeah, the movie just kinda fucked you and left you, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I just I, I feel I feel like I, I woke up the next morning after a fun night and like in an empty bed by myself, you know, like she bounced on me. Well, we knew it was going to be a two part movie. We knew it. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Two and a half hours in, I was like, man, they're going to wrap this motherfucker up here soon on a bad note. Yeah, yep. And so it was uh, it was good. It did what it was supposed to do to me. So that's that's how I got to leave that. It was it was a fantastic movie. I loved it. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Brie Larson is coming to save the day mm. as uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Apparently, we're going to see uh, Captain Marvel. She's fucking stronger than Thor, supposedly. Mm. So That's exciting. But, uh, yeah, like I said, her movie's coming out early next year. Uh, yeah. Avengers Infinity War is in theaters now. Yeah. Definitely go see that. Check it out. Yeah, throw some more money in that fucking... Marvel movie making machine there. It's fucking yeah, and cleaning I, up. And I got to use my movie pass again. I love movie pass. Insert movie pass uh commercial here. Yeah. Tink, 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 tink. I think it broke a billion. <laughs> I think it's over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. And uh yeah, it got the biggest opening of all time. Uh of here, all time. Here in the States. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I said it would be. Yeah, Just like I said yeah. it would be, I, man. I was in doubt at first until I started, like, figuring the numbers, and that's why I said, you know what, I'm a fraud. I I, I don't know this universe like I thought I did. I, I read comic books when I was younger, man, so I, I know the storylines to many of these characters in depth, you know, but not all of them. And, uh, yeah, these, these movies, they just, uh, they, they exposed me that I need to go back and read some comic books again, man. I need to go back <laughs> to my, my comic book roots and, uh, really, really realize what life is about and understand that Stan Lee is God. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, man. It's all Disney. Yeah. They yeah. put out nine out of 10 of the, uh, biggest North American movie openings ever. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, they're continuing to fuck shit up in the box office with this Marvel. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, DC should just stop right now with the movies. Yeah. Let's be done. Fucking everybody is seeing this new Avengers movie. Jesus. I bet Meek Mill went to see that motherfucker. <laughs> right. I bet he did too. Yeah. Right? Real quick. Real quick. We've talked about uh, rapper Meek Mill on the show a few months ago and. 
What were we talking about? His legal troubles and the evil cunt rag of a judge with the personal beef against yeah. him and uh, had him on paper for, what, 10 years? Yeah, And then she uh, yeah, finally sentenced him to four years behind bars for doing a wheelie on a motorcycle. Yeah. Overturned uh, by the Supreme Court, which is awesome. Yeah. So my man's exactly. out. Exactly. He's been released from prison and uh, is uh, also allowed to travel and perform, which I think Please. our reporting of these events had a tremendous amount to do with, too. Absolutely. <laughs> I think we raised a lot of awareness, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the first thing he did was he went right to the fucking 76ers heat game. Yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia yeah. Night, man. If the, if the CEO says, I'm going to come pick you up, I, I'd be there too. Yeah. Like, yep, floor seats with the CEO. Here we go, Philly. <laughs> Goddamn playoffs, man. Right. Goddamn playoffs. You can't miss that shit. Nah, man. Yeah, <laughs> he got to come out and ring the ceremonial bell to start the game too. Yeah. I'll bet the fucking crowd went fucking nuts when he came out and they saw his ass, man. <laughs> oh, they're ringing that fucking bell. <laughs> Meek, uh, Meek came out and swung that bell like he'd never swung a bat in his life. He looked like a little sissy when he was swinging that bell, I will say. Oh, I actually have footage of it? Yeah, I saw footage <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all, it was all wrist. <laughs> he looked like a sissy boy. Yeah, maybe I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know, to see our boy free and shit, celebrate this fucking victory for our criminal justice system here in this country. Yeah. And this is a major win for our justice system. It kind of shows that there is some hope. Yeah, it's a huge win. It is. And it, uh, it sends... It sends our country in a different direction because it now gives a reference point for other attorneys to reference to when uh, something like this goes astray for so long. You know, it's now documented, written into law that it was overturned by the Supreme Judge on this day of this particular situation. So I think that's the one cool thing about our legal systems. You right. Know? Once we once we establish something and move forward with it, it it has to spread. It has to be. It has to. Just people need to be able to understand how the law works and be able to pull things up to be able to have legal comparison. You know. Got some pressure from the guys upstairs. Yeah, that's how that shit works. That's how it should work, too. Should be transparent, though. You know, she shouldn't have been able to fucking abuse her authority and uh, put him in a situation where obviously he's set up to fucking fail. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's just not fair. That's modern day slavery. You know, like he he should have never have had to go through any type of legal system to this extent that almost a decade later, he's still you know, having to pay a debt to what society, to who the tax people that he popped a wheelie and you know what I mean? Like, come on, you know, now he's supposed to spend four years in prison because of some dumbass situation. Like, no, nah, this lady's being a fucking absolute cunt. Yeah. Well, he's out. Yeah. Motherfucker's out. They free my dude, Meek. So, like I said, <laughs> this, is a, this is a glimmer of hope. Yeah. There's still a little good left in the system. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel a uh, feel a little bit better about it a little bit i am too i'm feeling grand about it well he's free you know how it goes man every time one black man gets out of jail another one fucking just go right back in it's a fucked up system man it's a fucked up system of course i'm talking about bill cosby (laughs) (laughs) all right the system might not be fucked up that bad but (laughs) Bill Cosby, he was, uh, yeah, he was also in court what, last week. And uh, 
Yeah. Convicted of three counts of sexual assault mm. in the state of Pennsylvania. We also talked about Mr. Friendly Fingers a lot on the show, too. Hope you got all your reruns of the fucking Cosby show in the last few weeks, motherfuckers, because you're never going to see that guy again. No. <laughs> yeah, most of the networks, they pulled the reruns. Yeah, the yeah. news of his conviction broke. And uh, I'm sure Bill Cosby's probably out there cursing O.J. Simpson right now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he fucking slayed that bitch. I just abused a few dozen of them. <laughs> You know, I, I wonder about the Bill Cosby story. I, I go back and forth with the ideal that uh, he he was involved with some type of, um, you know, situation, of course, where he, he might have been in the mindset of using quaaludes, coke, drugs, anything. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just so hard for me to wrap my head around it. And I don't want to say that, yeah, I grew up with this guy as being a uh, all-American dad on television. Like, of course, we all recognize that. And then there's like, okay, he's an African-American positive role model. Okay, I recognize that too. Beyond that, it's beyond all of that. I just have a hard time with just like grabbing a hold of the fact that they finally have one conviction off of what is supposed to be like dozens and dozens of women. Like some of these women have like have openly stepped forward and said, no, I was making all this shit up. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's crazy. I, I, I just think back of like when I was younger and I might've been hanging around with party girls or girls I really shouldn't have been hanging out with, you know what I mean? And all the different situations, thank goodness I've been able to step away from, but like how much these stories could have changed depending on who was telling the story. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're hanging out, you're partying, you drink a little too much. You, next thing you know, like something's happening. It's like, and like, and like back then, like we're talking seventies, like I, I don't do Coke. I don't do Quaalude. So maybe I can't relate to tell the story the way it should be told. But I, I'm thinking like back then, well, yeah, like everybody was doing Coke. Everybody was doing Quaaludes, you know, Wolf of Wall Street's like a time frame and a prime example, Leonardo DiCaprio. Dude, I would kill for a fucking Quaalude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, I want Doctor Strange to pop up here with some loot. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like he probably was involved with women and that were using Coke and Quaaludes. I would I would hate to think that he fucking would slip it in their drink without them knowing and have sex with their limp bodies because that's just disgusting. But I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he fucking did. But I don't know. It's just fucking it's nuts for me to wrap my head around. It just don't make sense, man. Goddamn motherfucking OJ dog. Fucking <laughs> kill that white bitch now. <laughs> I gotta spend my rest of my fucking life in prison, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why that motherfucker plays golf? Uh, you know what? Eddie Murphy needs to write some material <laughs> and do a comeback to her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any better time for it. Right. Holy shit. Whatever Eddie Murphy writes about Bill Cosby <laughs> after this will destroy in any town you put him in front of. <laughs> Out of fucking doubt. <laughs> Out of doubt. Who the fuck is his agent? <laughs> who, right. re who reps him, man? Get Eddie Murphy's agent on the phone for me right now. <laughs> I need to talk to this fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a wrap for the cause for sure. Yeah, yeah, his his days are numbered. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I've already burned all three of my picture page pens. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> my VHS copy of himself. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel betrayed uh, just as much as the next person. I 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's kind of where I feel too. Like I, I, I have this doubt that it happened the way it went down. The story thirty years later, like I feel like the story has evolved and mutated. And of course, he sounds like he fucking like might have drugged these girls up in the worst sleaziest dirtball of fashion. But I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he is a sleazy dirtball and he drugged them up. I don't freaking know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm disappointed. Is what all I can really say. It's almost like a little piece of us is going to prison with him, you know? Yeah, it is what it feels like, you know? Like Motherfucker. I, I cheered you on for so yeah. long, man. God damn you, Bill Cosby. Nah, fucking Bill Cosby. God damn you. We'll be right back. You're listening to the fake-ass radio show. I'm Scav D, and for years I tried everything to quit cigarette smoking, but nothing worked for me. That's why I used Chantel, the new quit smoking method. Uh-uh, motherfucker, I know you ain't about to light up that fucking cigarette up in here. Look, Chantel is not a patch or a self-help cassette tape. Chantel is a ghetto white girl from Pontiac, Michigan, who is with you all the time to help you quit smoking. Motherfucker, shit, you fucking stink all the time up in here with them cigarettes, God. Damn it! I told you I had to put that shit out. <gasps> While taking Chantel with you, you may experience changes in behavior or thinking, hostility, aggression, agitation, depression, or suicidal thoughts or actions. Punk ass little bitch. God damn it! You should probably not take Chantel if you experience any of these symptoms, or if you've been known to slap a bitch or carry a pistol. Motherfucker, you ain't gonna do shit with your Virginia Slim smoking ass. Increase alcohol use when taking Chantel and use caution when driving. It's right there! Turn! 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 You pass it, you dumbass motherfucker! So please, consult your doctor and find out if Chantel is right for you. And don't put off quitting one more day. Little dick-having motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, bitch! Hi, I'm Stan Lee, creator of Spider-Man The Avengers, and some of your other favorite Marvel comic book superheroes. And when it comes to an inspired and privileged retirement, the Stan Lee Retirement Home is where you want to be. Hey, man, I told you to get your ass back in the bed before I fuck you up. Quality of life, peace of mind, harmony, it's all here. Motherfucker, did you sit yourself again? Dirty blood clot, motherfucker. Independent living at its finest. Our atmosphere is lively and engaging. Motherfucker, you better break out your checkbook, man, if you think I clean your shitty blood clot butthole again. And the on-site leisure activities have something for everyone, for every interest. Shut the fuck up and see the fuck down. At the Stanley Retirement Home, your health and well-being is our top priority. That's why our caring staff offers personalized service. You bet your ass I'm crazy, man. Don't make me smack the fuck out of you again. So if making the most of your golden years matters to you, the choice is clear. Hurry up and get the fuck to bed, man. My friends are coming over. The Stan Lee Retirement Home. It's where you want to be. Young Bumblegut Bossy Boy. And now, welcome back to the Fake Ass Radio Show. 
radio show, Scavenging. Gene. Bucka, 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 bucka. Yeah, this was uh, this song was in the New Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think it's the only song in the whole fucking movie, aside from like original score. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What a song too. Yeah, I, I was I was jamming out, man. This is a jam. of the galaxy they just digging up those classics man those old classics <laughs> that movie's so much fun to watch back yeah. back man like a rubber band man <laughs> wild is the taliban yeah. Yeah, my dad used to play this shit when i was a kid <laughs> man, man. spinners 1976 our Great year, great music. <laughs> Speaking of great music, we say we get in our fucking music. Yeah, it's about that time. Let the beat drop. Here we go. Just like Snap of a finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's right out of the comic book, man. Right out of the comic book. Yeah. Bullshit. Him stabbing a yeah. finger. So, yeah. God damn. <laughs> got, got, got damn. Well, what would you got for me tonight? Uh, tonight, man, I've had such a busy week. I had movies to crunch in today to be able to even record this episode. So... What my personal favorite rapper of all time, who I, I personally have to say is the number one, he's, he's the best rapper alive right now. Your number one I, guy. My number one. We know. Best rapper alive. We already yeah. know. Mr. Royce the Five Nine. Correct. And uh, yeah, his, uh, he dropped an album this past weekend. Um, I didn't get time to dive into it like I wanted to, um, but I gave it a few spins. I gave it a few spins over the course of this past week, driving to work. Back and forth, boom, I, I got a few, you know, sounds of the tune. And, I, you know, as, as I always say, I like to listen to an album three times before I really get my full opinion about it. This album, I didn't even need to really even give it that much time. I, I fell in love with it the uh, the first first spin that I listened to it. I, I was I was starstruck. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, absolutely blown away by Royce the Five Nines, Book of Ryan. I'm saying it. It deserves a spot to be considered a classic hip hop album, and that's that's just where I'm at about it. I think he I think he is able to take it in all different directions and dimensions as a hip hop artist. He lets you he lets you ride a story that you've never been able to ride and listen to like this. In my personal opinion, it's full of skits. He raps and writes and and hits all different corners of what an MC can possibly hit as far as letting you know that I am the best MC alive. And the name of this song is Power, where he takes you on a nice little story, an intimate story about himself. But this is Royce the Five Nine. Power, off the Book of Ryan album, on the Fake Ass Radio Show, with Scab D and Gene Techman. Oh, what for Christmas? Hell no. Is this all we get? 
crazy again Mama got herself a bloody nose Daddy slapped her in the face again Why they always gotta fight so much? Damn! Face woke, me and my bros in a panic state. If that's the case, yo, I can't just stay around us. Everything was fine, we just had dinner. We got all the He-Man's Battle Cat, Adam, and Cringer, even Castle Grace, go and Snake Mountain. Now we sit and listen to y'all argue about how y'all plan this day, and y'all just admitted to us Santa fake. So Kid Fisher just ran away pouting. Now I gotta go and console him. He wasn't nothing but a spoiled little boy then. Little naive with an innocent cry. All he ever wanted to do was fit in with us, and y'all bought him a pair of fake Timberlands and put him in a real Timberland box. I'd never forget them boots, they was called rugged out backs Mama went and found them at Petty Less and made us promise not to say nothing And Pop came in like ain't know nothing about it Like Judy, you gon' send that boy out in public like that? He'll be just fine, these kids ain't about to be looking down at his feet for no treat And she really meant that Meanwhile, this little arrogant nigga called himself stuckin' on me and Greg with him talking about where y'all Tim's at But he was too young to detect sarcasm, so we was like, nigga, where your Tim's at? <laughs> it's Thanksgiving in the Montgomery home Greg just came in here drunk again Now mama trying to cover for him She afraid my daddy gonna punch him again Why you gotta get drunk so much? Damn, I wish you would just stay where you was at Instead of coming home all rude and disrespecting All our father rules and shit, man The mood to switch me and vicious plan Connect for our favorite movie just came on the tube And it's ironic, it's blood sport And I'm looking at Frank Dukes and shit Thinking you should split Before daddy come down these stairs in his basement And see you wasted But he just cut me off like That nigga ain't gonna do shit But the truth is this He couldn't whoop my dad even if he was sober I know cause he tried once Ended up unconscious, a broke arm and a toothless chip My big bro got a lot of emotional problems He feel that we was all abused as kids He saw mama get dragged down all kind of stairs Like a rag doll when he was two and this is back when daddy used to sniff cocaine poke thing he had to be subjected to this when he gets drunk he gets to losing it he gets the illusion it. he gonna protect us all from the big bad wolf stand up to him and prove some shit but all they're really doing is stressing my mom got it going boy you know your daddy up there sleep the food is ready why don't you stop making all this noise and just let him stay sleep the turkey's done in the montgomery home daddy's just been awakened again greg is making all kinds of noise Dad is on his way angry again. Who is that making all that goddamn noise? Greggy, get up here. You been out there drinking again. What the fuck I tell you about coming in my house with this disrespectful shit, nigga? Where the fuck you done been? I'm thinking to myself, Greg, please don't say nothing stupid, man. Every time my daddy in his drawers and he's standing in the hallway mad at somebody, I swear to God, he got the same strength as Superman. My brother turn around and just walks in the kitchen without even giving an answer with his back to him. Like, I ain't got to talk to you, nigga. Nigga, you don't hear me talking to you? Next thing my brother did is something that when it comes to my father, it's something you just don't do. He looked him right in his eyes and he asked him, what the fuck is you going to do? My father hit him so hard, his body hit the stove. The oven dough hit the fucking floor. The turkey fell out the oven hole and landed near the stairs. Now daddy's standing over Greg talking about, nigga, you ain't hurt. Get up. Get up. Here come Vish talking about that. I don't think you're gonna get up. Then mama went damn near hysterical. She called the police, the police came, neighbors was all in the street watching the cops taking my father out in handcuffs. Damn, man, that shit was real embarrassing. To all my friends I grew up with, who grew up fatherless, I know through me you live vicariously. I want you to know that we ain't no better than you or yours. We all needed therapy. We care about each other more than we care about if anybody understands us. What I'm trying to say is fuck you and happy holidays from the Montgomery family. Run away. Was run away. It's not none of y'all do to me. Do to me.
child, growing up with granddad and granny, did you really feel like granddad was a good father to you? Absolutely, absolutely. All my friends, daddies was walking out on left and right. You know, he never left us, he was always there for us. You know, there was a lot of things that happened that I didn't understand. Maybe I might not answer the question the same way when I was a teenager, but I understand and appreciate him so much more now as a man. Respect and discipline, consequences for your acts. So, yeah, of course. Do you think his approach as a father really shaped the type of father that you are today? Or do you, in some ways, think it had negatives to it? And if so, what kind of negative traits do you try to avoid having as a father right now to me? me. Damn. Man, man, man. That shit is deep right there. Ooh, yeah. boy. Ooh. Uh, Royce. Nickel. Fake Nickel ass. nine. Radio Royce show. five nine. He's a beast, man. He's a beast. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When I when I listened to this song probably the second, third time through, I uh, I teared up and got a little choked up at a certain point, man. He, uh, he gets into a deep, deep, deep emotion with this song. It just blows my mind. The, uh, the way he's able to, like, paint a picture. Like, I could visually see this house in Detroit. I can visually see it. I can smell the turkey and it fell on the floor and I'm mad because like we've been waiting around to eat, but like, no, man, it's like uh. tragic, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. 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 Fucked up the goddamn turkey. Yeah, man. (laughs) Turkey Connors. Man, he needs a fucking award for that shit, man. He needs a award for that song. I just love that shit. See, now if they would have carved into that turkey a little early and went up and gave him some turkey, he would have fallen back asleep. <laughs> right? I like the way you think, man. <laughs> See, they woke him up too early. I feel like you've been, you've been here before. You might have experienced this before. Yeah, I didn't come from the greatest household either. No, that's a good song, man. The whole album's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Classic. I give that 10 out of 10. Like, it's just, it's a classic to me. I think it's a fucking phenomenal album. Yeah, there's Royce albums that I love. Like, uh, that success is certain, is great, and uh, so is this new one. So, yeah, he's yeah. still killing it, too. Such a fucking- it, it's up there with, like, Nas's It Was Written, or, like, Marshall Mathers LP. Like, it's up there with, like, one of the best hip-hop albums I've ever heard in my life. I'm, I'm saying it. I feel pretty confident about it, even though I have my own biased opinion. Check that album out. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, these rappers, the... man, are putting out some gems this year between uh, yeah. your, your J. Coles and your Sky Zoos yeah. and your Royce yeah. and Dines. They're putting out some masterpieces, man. Yeah. Doing man. it up, man. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Well, goddamn, one so more song. Yeah, what you got tonight, man? What are you playing this evening? You know what? You played Cardi B a few weeks ago. Yeah. Right? She got some rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this little chick from the Midwest that I'm about to play, uh, she can also spit. And uh, she can play a bunch of instruments, too. Uh-oh. And uh, she can sing. Mm. And her name is Kay Flay. Mmm, yeah. Not to be confused with DJ Kay Slay, who is old enough to be my grandfather at this point, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she put out a little record last year called Everywhere is Somewhere. And mm. uh, I found this song uh, on the record quite catchy. 
So check out all her stuff. She's pretty fucking dope. This song is called High Enough. K Flay. Big ass radio show, Scab D. Gene Tech. Flay, 
Yeah, man. That shit's fucking fire. Yeah, it's good, right? She's good. Yeah, it is good. That's great. Fake ass radio show, Scav, Gene. Yeah. Check out all her shit. Like I said, she's got some fucking badass fucking tunes out there on the fucking Spotify. So get into yeah. it. Yeah, man. She is dope. There you go. Hey. That's about a show. <laughs> I think we can have another episode for you probably later this week, right? We yeah. didn't do too much last week. I was fucking sick, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a sick. Week my for me AIDS too. was I, um... fucking. My AIDS was acting up. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take it easy for a few days, but uh, yeah, we're back this week. So, uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, we might have something later for you this week. In the ringer. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it just sounded great. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, though, and that's by tuning into our next episode. Yeah, and hopefully later this week. It's going to be, what, episode 114? You know. Until then, please check out our social medias. Uh, the Fake Ass Radio Show is all over the place. Go on the Facebook. Search us on there. Give us that big blue Thanos-like thumbs up. And uh, let us know what you like us. And then follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. <laughs> Gene... He also has got ways to get at him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, get tell me, the Gene audience Sackman. all about it. Get at me, Gene Sackman, G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. Hit me up on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Perspective Changer, Hip Hop Expert, I love you. Bye. Scav D, where, where can our audience members find you, sir? I am also all over the interwebs. Just give me a Google. Search for Scavd, short for Scavenge Detroit, and uh, go on everything that you find there. If there's a video, or if there's a, a Bandcamp page with music on it, or a Facebook page where you can like me at, uh, or a Twitter. There's a Twitter, too. I don't really go on my fucking Scavd Twitter. I need to go see what's popping on the Scavd Twitters. Maybe Scavd yeah. will send out a few tweets this week. Yeah. So, we'll have to see. But yeah, get at me on the social medias as well, okay? So, with that, again, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or solstice. Whenever the hell you be listening. Whatever frequency you are tuned in on. We're glad that you are listening. Just keep listening. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, Yeah, baby, baby, baby. Good day. Peace out.